So yeah, Mike, money doesn't sleep, does it? Nope. <laughs> you got to keep making money. That's why we. That's why we bring these picks to people on uh, the No Easy Buckets podcast. So, um, what's this week three of our picks? Uh, if, you, if you have, if you've been following it, I mean, Mike, you're thirteen seven and one. Is that correct? I believe that is correct. Thirteen. That's, which, seven that's what I have in front of me right here. Like that's, that's right. pretty good. That's pretty good. Not bad I mean, for two for two weeks. If you're above 500 in your picks, that means you're making money. So, I mean, like, yeah, that's that's somebody you want to follow. So, like, uh, was there anything – I mean, last week I know uh, – was there anything that stood out to you last week about the games? Like, anything that you uh, wanted to kind of recap before uh, before we get into this week's? One thing I will say is I'm pretty happy about my <laughs> lock of the week actually coming through with Oklahoma yeah. State covering 27. Oh, yeah. Um Sorry I disappointed everybody on not hitting the over, but at least my lock of the week was correct. <laughs> if you put any money on anything. Um, another funny part of the one of the games over the weekend was Penn State with uh, Pittsburgh. Uh-huh. Penn State didn't cover. They won by 19, and they were supposed to win by 21 or more. Um, and the weird part was there was about three minutes left in the game, and Penn State like drove down the field or whatever. Or no, Pittsburgh was, they had the ball, and mm-hmm. Pittsburgh was, all they were going to do was get to go down the score, and I think they would have been up by 21, but since Pittsburgh got the ball back, they safetyed them. Yeah. <laughs> they safetyed uh, Pittsburgh to make them take a lead by, uh, what was it, five? Or it was, yeah. it was something odd. But anyway, yeah. uh, Pittsburgh, once they got the safety, they like, put it on autopilot or Penn State put it on autopilot and next thing you know uh, they pretty much just sit on the ball for the rest of the game and that was it I know I saw I was watching that game knowing that you had that number (laughs) I thought was pretty funny I uh at that same time this was I don't know you you did cover this game in your picks I think um but it was something that I did on my own was uh all right I did I know I put money on Michigan uh Michigan Cincinnati hitting the over and they literally had a pick six that uh <laughs> hit the over at the like last minute of the game like one by one point they hit the over by one point and i was uh, yeah i remember, I remember you yeah, i remember you texting me about that and of course um yeah. i was happy that i picked umass <laughs> to not cover again <laughs> oh yeah you gotta you gotta i see you don't have umass in it this week so i did not want to train yeah i got off the train just so i, I could satisfy myself there and then, um, of course, Mississippi State makes a good cover, but I'm a little yeah. worried about this number this week. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We didn't. Uh, we're trying to get you picks that make money, so we threw out some of those uh, those toss up games this week. But that, that's a good transition. Let's get into uh, week three of the picks. Actually, it's not college football week three. We're gonna throw in a couple of uh, NFL games that stood out to us uh, or stood out to Mike, so uh, to make a little money there. So we added those in at the end. So uh, here we go. Um, first one that we have up this week is, uh, again, repeat, <laughs> Oklahoma State at Pittsburgh. And uh, Pitt, it, uh, it's a, excuse me, Oklahoma State is a 15-point favorite. What you got there with that one? So Oklahoma State. Yeah. Plus 15. Or actually minus yeah. 15. So yes. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're a 15-point favorite. So you're taking Pitt to cover? No, I'm actually taking Oklahoma State to cover. Oh, you're picking a minus 15. Okay. Yeah, I'm picking Oklahoma State to cover this. This is my third week in a row to go with Oklahoma Mm -hmm. State. 
Um, they covered South Alabama last week in style. Mm-hmm. Uh, dating back to last October, Oklahoma State 7-2 and two against the spread, and they're 4-1 yeah. and one against the spread in their last five games. I know that backtails to last year, but, I mean, Pittsburgh, they seem to be the team to fade. Just dating back to 2015, they've only covered three out of their last 14 home games. Uh, these two teams battled last year in Stillwater, and it was a shootout. OSU won by one, but I don't think it's going to come close this year. I think Mason Mason Rudolph and the boys are going to go up there and dirt roll them. He's kind of putting up that – Rudolph, uh, I'm talking about. He's kind of putting up that dark horse Heisman candidate or candidacy that you always see like a senior or somebody that's, you know, you've known for a while but is not like a like – a, you know, not going to be a first-round pick or anything like that. It's not like a Deshaun Watson last year. But they'll, for the first half or three-quarters of the season, they'll be like, oh, this guy, you know, he, he might be getting invited to New York, and then the team will lose a couple games at the end of the year, and, you know, he will, he'll fade or whatever. But he's kind of putting up that season where it's he's, he's getting a lot of attention for all the, you know, that, that high-rate offense they're running. So, uh, you know, it, it, they haven't been a bad bet as far as them covering themselves lately this year. So, I mean, I think it's – Sticking with them, uh, Pitt. Pitt seems to not be very good this year, <laughs> so they've uh, they've been a, a common uh, a common loser so most of their games. So, well, OSU uh, is on a heater of uh, two games in a row to cover this season. So let's make it three. We'll make it three. Let's keep it going. Well, uh, another one is a game that I actually think your second one is a game I, I'm kind of interested in. I don't know if it doesn't jump off the paper at you de- at all. <laughs> Maybe just uh, personal biases here, but. Kansas State uh, traveling to Nashville to play, uh, which is a cool. It's a it's an interesting out of conference matchup. Um, traveling to Nashville to play Vanderbilt. Uh, Vanderbilt is a four point underdog. And uh, what do you have in this one? Who are you taking? I'm taking Vandy to cover four. Vandy plus four. I like. I that am goal. taking them. I love Derek Mason. I love what they're doing yeah. at Vandy. I think they are climbing to be one of the more competitive people in the East in the next few years. Um, yeah. Vandy at home, they've won four of their last five, and then they've won five games in a row, period. Um, actually, no, four of their last five they've won at home, and four out of their last five they've also just won outright anyway. So I know Kansas State, if you look at their record from last year, look how they've been doing. I mean, they're they're a very good team too, so I don't, Kansas State's done a pushover, but I'm just yeah. thinking that with the home, home crowd, you got a big – uh, Big 12 team that's coming in that's got a lot of history with Coach Schneider. I think they can cover four. Yeah, no, I think yeah, that, it's a good. I think it's a good matchup for Vanderbilt because uh, Kansas State's not. They're not. Uh, they're not Oklahoma State or anything like that. They're not going to try to. They don't have a crazy offense. They're they do they do score, but they don't have something that's going to be hard to defend. And Derek Mason, his defense is maybe the best defense in the SEC. Like he. I thought for a while that he may have just been, you know, overstepping his, you know, overstepping a little bit, trying to be a head coach, and maybe he was better as a defensive coordinator. But, you know, he's making it work. They finally got a quarterback in Sh- Sh- Pat Shermer or Sherman. I think, I think it's Shermer and Pat Shermer. But, Shermer. Uh, Shermer. Uh, but uh, he's been, you know, like he's got a lot of people in the SEC happy. You know, this, this year seems like it's a, a rebound year for the SEC as far as quarterbacks go because the past couple years have been kind of uh, kind of poor. As far as uh, national, like you know, contention-wise, you know, holding up against like Big Twelve and ACC, but um, I'm excited for this game because I, I want to see, you know, 
I'm rooting for Vandy in this one. I'm rooting for their defense. You know, they're only allowing 54 <laughs> rush yards a game, which is crazy. So uh, I'm excited. I want to see Vandy come out with the win. Yeah, and if you uh, listen to week one, Vanderbilt did cover that Middle yeah. Tennessee State game, which was, I mean, that yeah, a was... lot of people picked that one as a game they might get upset, and now they now that people saw that Vandy's real deal, so man, that was robbery. That was <laughs> it was straight robbery. So hopefully Vanderbilt will yeah. come out strong and make a cover right. there. I mean, it's not a it's not a crazy number or anything. So because I don't think they're gonna I don't think this is gonna be a high scoring game at all. It's probably gonna be uh, you're picking the, the the what is the total. Um, I had it up here just a second. On oh, what, Vanderbilt? It's uh, 50, yeah. The total is uh, – the over-under is 50. I don't think they hit that. If, I, if you were betting on the over or the under, I'd take the under for sure. Yeah, I would, uh, I would definitely I would, agree with you there. Yeah, Vandy's, I think it's going to be pretty Vandy's not known for their high-flying scoring. Like 24-21 or something like that. You know, I think that's a, a pretty good safe bet on those. But So, yeah, that's what we think. I, I like Vandy plus four there, too. Um, the next one is another game I'm interested in. This is going to be a really uh, exciting game. Uh, this, was, this was a good game last year. That's, uh, Clemson is going to Louisville. Uh, Louisville is a three-and-a-half-point uh, underdog, and last year this was a big game because it was uh, – I think Louisville was ranked higher than Clemson, and, you know, Lamar Jackson had his season, and it was pretty uh, – it was a pretty hyped up game, and obviously Clemson won and went on to win undefeated. Uh, but this was a bit, you know, this was the marquee matchup in the ACC last year. Oh yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah. this is the most. This is definitely the game to watch. If you're going to watch any game this weekend, this is going to be the game. Yeah. Um, Primetime Saturday night. This is where game yeah. day is. Uh, the big bet here, I got. I know that Louisville is a three and a half point underdog, but I've got my money on the total. I'm picking the over. The, What's the total? It's 56? The totals, yeah, total's 56. Yeah. Um, I looked at this first, and I was like, it's that low? I was like, man, <laughs> I got to get it's, it's, two and a, it's 58 and a half now on the website. I'm on ESPN, so yeah, so got to be a good number. <laughs> you can see where the money's going. Obviously, yeah. people are believing that it is going to go over. Um, yeah. They're going to step in there for a rematch. They played last year, and uh, Louisville took them to the wire and – Fell short 42 to 36 at Clemson. Now they're hosting in Louisville. I think it's going to be really exciting. The hype's going to be there. The total last year, by the way, on this game was 64 and a half. So I find it interesting that it dropped a complete nine and a half or almost eight and a half points there. They're probably um, factoring in Watson being gone, but Clemson's defense is also like crazy good this year. They they are really held up Auburn last week. So, but I don't I mean, think that Auburn's is. quarter. I think. Uh, Lamar Jackson's obviously a lot faster and could get out of the pocket a whole lot better than what Auburn's quarterback was doing. Um, So Clemson, their last five games on the road have hit overs, and six out of their last eight games have hit over. Not to mention they're matching up with the former Heisman winner that I just mentioned, Lamar Jackson. He's going to score. I mean, this this ought to be a shootout for at least. Yeah, there's going to be points scored. I, I mean, I know Clemson's defense is good, but... A Heisman winner is going to get some points. Um, yeah. So Clemson's going to shut them down. I think that they will overall cover this game. Probably win by a touchdown, but, I mean, 38-24 mm-hmm. is my score. You can write that down, but that's just that's just for fun. But 38-24, that equals 62. That take is that, over. Take that for data. Yeah, that's over 56, so let's do that. <laughs> Taking the over. I like it. That's a, Yeah, that's going to be the, the game to watch probably. Um Oops, an ad started playing. Uh, 
I hate when that happens in your headphones. But uh, <laughs> uh, the next one, it, the the listeners don't know, but it it distracts the crap out of you. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, the next one, speaking about games to watch, I will actually be at this game. Um, the fourth one, you have uh, Ole Miss at Cal here in Berkeley. Um, Cal's a three and a half point underdog. Yeah, Cal's on the coast. dog, and the total is a whopping seventy two. And uh, you know, so I'm going to be at this game with one of our friends. Uh, we'll be out there with Clay, so a couple other guys. Um, it'll be a fun game. What do you think? Uh, what you you know, you're what? This is going to be a late game. This is like a nine thirty game, but Central Time. So what do you uh, what are you thinking in this one? I'm excited about this one. As soon as this line actually came out, Clay and I, I was with Clay at his house watching football. And he's, I'm looking at him like, dude, California's a three-point favorite. <laughs> On my sheet, it's three and a half, but I actually bet him a side bet, small wager that California's going to cover three. But <laughs> one thing you definitely want to put your money on, and I'm a lot more confident about this than anything else, is the total 72. Like you said, we're going with over. Um, wow, so that's there's a, a lot of points. I hope yeah. that happens. Make it a lot more interesting for me. Well, Ole Miss, <laughs> I mean, Ole Miss, both of their games, they've they've dropped 45 points or more. They've hit the over two games in a row. And biggest note I have is California allowed 571 yards on Weber State last week. 431 were in the air, and that's what the Rebels do is chunk the ball. Shea Patterson's got, a, got an arm. Ole Miss has allowed nine touchdowns this year, I think. Yeah. And Ole Miss has allowed over 300 yards on defense to South Alabama and UT Martin. I could definitely expect California to put up as many or even more than that. Because we all know, we've talked about this before in a few other podcasts, Memphis or Mississippi's defense is not not that good. No, Um, they're not. not Cal's going to score points. Five out of the last eight games with Cal have been overs. Five out of the last six games for Ole Miss has been overs. So Cal's gonna Cal's has scored less than twenty one points in a game since October of twenty fourteen. That's a long time. Wow. That's the that's the that's real nerdy stat time. I gotta give you. <laughs> Well, I mean, so, that's, that's Cal's thing. They're a high-scoring team, and the defense hasn't been good in a couple of years there. So, it's uh, I think it's going to be like – I think Shea Patterson's going to throw all over him. No, it's no, I, no brainer. I mean, I think Ole Miss could easily put up 45 on California. And then yeah. um, California could definitely score more than 21 points. So, therefore, we're going to hit the over. I think it's looking at that, like 44 to 50 range or something, like one possession game, like – it's going to be yeah. It's going to be. I think I think a team hits. This is the thing. I think one team's going to hit fifty, and that's good for the over because uh, yeah, nobody's scoring under twenty points in this game. Like it's not going to like each team like nobody's scoring under twenty. And if if you have a team hit forty five or fifty, then there's your over. It's, there's your seventy five, your eighty points, and you've already way past the over. So I think it's a good call. I know it's a high number, and a lot of people. I, I've even myself caught myself like thinking that. In the seventies is just too high, but when you go and when you talk about a college game, just the defenses aren't good enough. Offenses a lot of times are just so much uh, more talented, and, and it's just so much less structure that you're just you have a lot more big plays, so score a lot quicker. So uh, I think it's going to be fun. I think uh, I think your over bet's pretty good. Uh, me personally, I don't think uh, I know you made the sad side bet <laughs> more so just a jab at Clay, but 
I think Ole Miss covers that three and a half uh, for sure. I'll never tell them. I'll never tell them that they would. Never tell them. <laughs> <laughs> hoping they would. I actually thought it would be a bigger line here with the way Cal played last week uh, against Weber State. I mean, I guess they're kind of looking more at that UNC win. I think they're probably valuing that a little bit more, uh, even though UNC's down this year for sure. Uh, but we'll see. Maybe maybe the defense at Ole Miss is just that bad and uh, you know won't be able to – it'll just be back and forth. The perfect day would be let's just make our money on the total and we just push Ole Miss wins by field goal. <laughs> <laughs> that it's like a and now we're going into the end of the fourth quarter. It's twenty one to seventeen Ole Miss. <laughs> it's like God, oh. if it's something like that, I'm leaving. Oh. I don't want to be there for a game that's not high scoring. Like I'm gonna miss probably the second half of a of the state game. Uh, I'm probably gonna watch it on my phone, but. But yeah, like it better be, it better be high scoring. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna uh, hold it against Clay if it's not high scoring. But, <laughs> but, uh, Sounds good. But yeah, so uh, the last college, well, actually, you got two more college. So one of the next college game is uh, Purdue at Mizzou, uh, traveling to Missouri. Missouri is a seven point favorite, and the number is the over under is seventy eight, even in a higher number than Ole Miss game. So, what's your, uh, what's your feeling on this one? My pick is actually for Purdue to cover seven. Really? Yeah, and at first, on looking at it on paper, I'm like, I'm surely Mizzou could go up and beat Purdue at home by more than seven. Um, fact of the matter is, is that Missouri has only covered two out of their last ten games, so not very good at covering. But Purdue has covered five out of their last seven games, and they're also two and zero for the year um, as far really? as covering their spreads. <laughs> They played a tight one against Louisville in week one, and they blew out Ohio last week. Uh, it, it's more notable for them to play a tight game with Louisville. Cause yeah, I didn't even realize that. I guess, I guess I didn't pick that game up week one, uh, but that's uh, that's really interesting. I didn't know they hang, hung with Louisville that much. Yeah, so they're, they're not a joke. I mean, they're actually pretty good. Um, do I think Missouri can win? Yeah, but I don't think they're seven points better. So I would just say... Purdue, they're also 8-1 on the road uh, against the spread, which is very, very interesting. So I think I think they go in there and at least get that done. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Missouri, you know, they had that big week one, which people started jumping all over. I mean, they were favorites uh, for South Carolina game last week, which I thought was a little – like both those teams weren't great last year, but, I mean, I would have held my faith in South Carolina a little bit more. But – it's like they just were like, oh, Louisville's quarterback had, I mean, uh, excuse me, Missouri's quarterback had six touchdowns or seven touchdown passes in the first game. It's like, yeah, but they played Missouri State, and they were in a barn burner. Like, they won by, like, two scores. Like, gave up, like, 50 points. Like, that's not a, like, Missouri's not that good of a team. I mean, they may have a good offense, but uh, and this could be a high-scoring game, too. But I think I like your call, too. I think uh, Purdue may be, uh, may be a little bit better than uh, than people think, too, so. It's gonna be um, it's gonna be probably not a game that a lot of people watch, but you might want to make money on it, and that's what we're here for. So that's right. We're just trying to make uh, money. So we're trying to make money. Like you don't have to turn this on TV, but we're trying to make money. Uh, the next one, uh, real quick, the last college game we had is at Georgia State at Penn State. So they're going to uh, to go playing at Penn State. Penn State is a thirty-nine and a half point favorite, and it's a fifty-four point uh, total. Uh, what's your uh, What's your take on that one? 
Yeah, the 39 and a half would scare me. God, um, so high. But I, I noticed with this total, I'm like, this is a great underplay. I've been playing all these. I've been telling you to go with all these overs. I don't think I've uh, recommended a pick with an under yet. Well, no, besides last week with Syracuse one, which was a which was a win, by the way. Um, yeah. But the total's 54. I'm picking under on this. Uh, if you go back, Georgia State has had their past 15 out of 19 games hit unders. And this is going to be one of those games that's like it's going to be 45 to 3 or 42 to to 7 or, you know, it's going to hang around and we're going to, it's going to be a frightening game to be honest with y'all. I, I feel like it's going to be very, very close, but I don't think the 54 is going to be there. Georgia, Georgia State's not going to be able to put up points on Penn State. I mean, they scored 10 points in week one and 12 points in week two and they played Tennessee State and Idaho. Yeah. So no uh, no top 25 teams there to, to score on. So, mm-hmm. yes, Penn State has more overs than unders, but they're playing legitimate teams when they are doing it. So uh, right. I just don't see why this game would not hit the under. Right, and you saw last week in that uh, – I know it was a, a – excuse me, it was a matter of the spread, not the over-under, but – you saw at the towards the last the last fourth quarter the game was in control for Penn State and it, they didn't there wasn't a lot of urge they weren't trying to run it up they weren't trying to tack on more scores like they weren't doing much they're just running the ball kind of just playing uh, playing their game working on some stuff they weren't they were like we we're gonna win this game easily we're not really worried about you know blowing up the scoreboard so if you see that that's Penn State's kind of uh, I don't think this will be a hard win for them at all like you said so if that's their mentality you know it, if they get up if they get up thirty five to seven or something 35 to 3 or you know even 28 to 3 like they may just coast they may just run the ball i mean they got a heisman contender in barkley they may just run the ball so like that's a yeah. i think the under is the call here you don't want to get caught uh i mean that the 39 and a half is just super high and you know the same reasons go for that not taking that is is for taking the under so uh, I mean, I think it's a good call. That's what I would go with, too. That's what stood out to me. So, The only thing that's going to scare me with that entire thing is that if Penn State comes out just kind of sloppy and they, they allow, like, two BS touchdowns to start the first half and kind of scare Penn State for a little bit, and it kind of that's when we'll start getting nervous on, okay, yeah. Penn State jumped – or uh, Georgia State jumped on them. Penn State's going to try and, you know, shove it up their throat now. And, and just, like – and they just – more, 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 more. That's going to be bad. Or even they just go into a scoring spree and Penn State just shuts themselves all over on defense in general. I mean, yeah. that's the scary worst-case scenario, but I don't see – like you were saying earlier, it's Penn State's not going to be the ones to step on somebody's throat. They're just going to yeah. cruise by and hopefully walk away in the sunset and we are yeah. a little bit richer. They're trying to stay – a game against Georgia State at home, they're just trying to stay healthy for that Big Ten schedule. So they're going to yeah. probably uh, coast to that one. All right, well, that's the that was the last of the college picks. We've got two NFL ones here uh, quick at the end. Uh, the first one is uh, – by the way, me and Mike just finished watching the Houston Texans, Cincinnati Bengals, some, whatever it was. It wasn't really a football game. It was just kind of mm. like tw- 22 guys on the field at every time just walking around. Not really trying to score. So, <laughs> first week of the NFL, a lot of bad quarterback play. Not a lot. It was like two good games, and one of them was on Thursday. <laughs> so, 
like uh, last Thursday. So uh, we'll see what we got this week. Uh, hopefully a bounce back for the TV viewers. But uh, the first one you got is Green Bay. Green Bay Packers coming off a win of Seattle last week, traveling to Atlanta. So these were two of the top teams in the NFC last year. Uh, Atlanta represented the NFC in the Super Bowl. Traveling to Atlanta, you know, first home game in the new Mercedes-Benz Superdome or whatever it's called there. Uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, Atlanta is opening up at a opened up at a uh, three-point favorite. Total is 40, 54, excuse me, over-under is 54. What was your pick in this one? My pick is over. Uh-huh. Total of 54, pick the over. I think it's climbed to about 56 or 57 now, at least from my site. But the over is the play just because the total has hit that nine out of the last 10 games in Atlanta, or for Atlanta. And then their last three matchups alone, including the NFC Championship last year in the Georgia Dome, uh, the last three have hit over 70 points. And nine out of the last 13 times they've played each other, the, the total has hit over as well. Um, Green Bay, seven out of their last eight has hit the over. And Green Bay just put up 17 against a really good defense in Seattle. Um, I know Atlanta struggled to click offensively. They looked sloppy for the most part. I mean, they should have. But they're back in the uh, dome. They're yeah, back they're back in the dome. It's, that speed it's real. really factors in on your speed. Like Atlanta's game is their speed with their running backs and their uh, receivers. And, and back in that dome changes. I think it's a good play for them. Yeah, so I, I think that Atlanta's going to come out hot. They're going to start, you know, throwing the ball everywhere, and they're going to get a lot of good plays. So um, this game just seems pretty easy to me, saying that yeah. there's going to, it's going to be a 35 to 27 or one of those type yeah. games. I mean, it was last week the Falcons were uh, they won 27-21 at Chicago, and Chicago, you know, they looked like they played a little bit better than people thought they were going to, but their offense is not as good as Green Bay's. And Green Bay, like you said, was able to put up 17 on uh, a real, maybe the best defense in the league in Seattle. So you think them those two teams come those two teams coming together in Atlanta trying to get together on offense a little bit more. I think that that uh, combination uh, you know equals a, a total of uh, over 54. So I think it's a good call. That was uh, when you get spreads in the NFL, it's a little bit harder to harder to go with uh, than, than in college. So. Uh, the minus three scares me a little bit because I could definitely see Green Bay coming in and winning. I mean, both these teams are one and zero, so it's not like the end of the world if they lose this game. Um, so I think the the total is probably the bet there. Um, and then the uh, the next the last NFL game is the uh, Buffalo Bills at Carolina. Uh, Buffalo uh, coming off a win against the Jets in the poor, the poorly Jets last Ooh, week. The Jets, big and, uh, yeah, and Carolina had a dominant win over the 49ers on the west coast last week so they're coming back home uh and they're they had their plan at home as seven point favorites and the number uh the over under is 42 and a half so what's your pick on this one the pick is taking carolina with minus seven i think okay. with them with their home opener playing the bills i know the bills i mean they beat the jets but anybody's going to beat the jets uh, Carolina's four and one in their past five against the spread, and the Bills, with their past eleven games, they've only covered three. Um, Buffalo, they played a closer than expected game with the Jets last week, and like you said earlier, Carolina handily beat the 49ers. And um, I just think that they're seven points better 
yeah. they're they're way more than seven points better. So it's not we're not trying to say they're going to blow them out. I'm just telling you that's too low of a spread. Yeah, and just with Cam Newton healthy and Tyrod with this uh, concussion protocol, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, no, yeah, Ty- yeah. Tyrod was coming out of that last week, and then uh, he uh, he had a decent game. Uh, they don't have a lot of weapons there in Buffalo. They don't like it. They you know they traded away Swatkins, and they got. Uh, I don't think Jordan Matthews played last week, but they didn't really have much besides Shady McCoy. Um, so I think this is a good call. I liked Carolina. Like they left a lot to be desired last week from just me watching some of the game. Uh, they they tried to get McCaffrey going. They Stewart actually had a pretty good game. Jonathan Stewart. Um, they didn't really click. They just kind of dominated because they were clearly a better team than the 49ers. That's why they won that game, uh, which is good to see that they didn't let the let it slip away because they had a bad offensive game. But Cam didn't play that well, so. Uh, I think he's going to try to bounce back at home. You know, he's had some off season was a little, he had some shoulder issues and I think he had a shoulder surgery or something in the off season. So he's probably wanting to get back to, uh, to just rock and roll and, and uh, give the home crowd something again to bounce back from the off season last year, a, a, a down season last year. So um, I like, I actually like the, the minus seven. It's not too high for me. I think it's a good, I think it's a good call. Buffalo's defense isn't as good as it has been in the past. So, uh, uh, with in Carolina's weakness was their corners last year, and uh, Buffalo just doesn't have anybody to test those guys. So the front seven for Carolina is gonna is their strength, and that's what Buffalo is gonna play right into it. So I think it's a good call. I would have taken Carolina plus or minus seven as well. That's All right. It. Well, that makes yeah. you richer. That makes you richer. I mean, that's I'm trying to bounce. I had a pretty positive week last week. I was gonna add a, a parlay, and me and Mike talked about me adding a parlay in because I hit one last week. I uh, didn't have time to do the research I wanted to in it, so I didn't want to just throw something together. So, but I'll try to do that next week. Uh, we'll, we'll do a couple. Do we'll, we'll try to. I, I like doing the NFL at the end, so let's try to add in like two NFL games at the end each week. So, we'll uh, we'll keep doing that if, if something stands out to us to, to make some money. So, that's um, right. Eight and zero this week. Six and zero college. Two and zero NFL. Let's do it. Um, I, I was excited that this past weekend was the first official weekend of football, at least for NFL. So. Yeah, I was like, we gotta add two of those. We gotta get rich on Sundays too. Oh yeah. So, first, I'll give you my lock. Like, I'll yeah. give you my lock of the week because I'm one and one now in my lock of the weeks. Yeah. So I got to make sure that we're we're gonna be batting six six sixty six percent this time. So, as I look through, the most confident one I have lock of the week would have to be the Ole Miss California over. Um, take the over. That's my lock. The uh, say one more time for me. Ole Miss and Ole California. Miss, yeah, over. The total. Take the over. Take the over. That's the lock of the week, baby. That's the lock of the week. Yeah, everybody, listen. That's uh, I like that. J Max like gonna that. be a J Max gonna be at a high flying game. <laughs> hey, it better be. Uh, it better be. Uh, so uh, you want to do a quick recap uh, over what we uh, we had this week? Yeah, we'll go over. Yeah, we got eight picks. First yeah. six in the college. Yeah, take Oklahoma State on the cover of fifteen points. Take their points. Yeah. Number two, Vanderbilt. Take them plus four. Number three, Louisville and Clemson. Take the over. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss, California. Take Ole Miss and. 
Oh, actually, no. Take the over. Sorry. Yeah, that's a lot, a lot. of the week. That's a lot over. Purdue at Missouri. Take Purdue on the spread of plus seven. Penn State, Georgia State. Take the under of fifty-four. Falcons and Green Bay Packers. Take the total of fifty-four. Take the over. Bills and Panthers. Take Panthers minus seven. There we have it. Your eight. Uh... Your eight picks to make you uh, to make you money from Money Mike. So uh, that was uh, that was a good one. I actually like these games. It's all some some pretty solid games to watch. Uh, excited about the NFL again this week. Uh, hope hope they bounce back and give me something to, to watch on the Red Zone channel instead of just the same game that was scoring. <laughs> yeah, not to be a Debbie, like, yeah, go ahead. not to be a Debbie Downer, but next Thursday night we just watch a brutal Bengals versus Texans next weekend is or next Thursday is Rams and 49ers oh man oh even trash is that is it do you know who is the home team oh it's at San Fran oh maybe I should go you should dude like nobody goes to their games anymore they had a bad well I mean not anymore but they had a bad attendance last week they had a pretty bad pretty bad showing so did uh, nobody like that's the thing like nobody went to the rams game either it's like like yeah those stands were empty at the rams yeah, game. yeah it was just as bad in san jose it's like i mean it's like almost an hour away from actual it's over an hour away from the actual city of san francisco you can't take public transit down there unless you ride the bus uh it's like hard to from from what i've heard it's hard to find parking it's like i don't know it's not a good situation for California football, in my opinion. It's not a not, not a lot of success going around. I kind of hope that I kind of want the Chargers to be to do something. I kind of hope they they do pretty well this year um, down in LA. So you would hope all the LA team you would heap, hope all the LA teams get better because they they have sucked. Yeah, yeah, it's like the two years. Yeah, I know. At least the LA has Philip Rivers. He's funny to watch. <laughs> Uh, him and his eight kids god dang alright well uh, appreciate it guys I hope you make some money this week Uh, we'll be back next week with some more stuff NBA is getting uh, ready to start here in about a month so we'll have some more content coming Uh, but uh, anyways I hope you uh, yeah we'll be ready for some we'll be ready for some NBA picks too oh yeah Tony Tony Allen with the the Pelicans by the way end of an era so uh, shout out to TA thanks for having me Petey All right, man. All right, we'll see you next week, Mike. See you guys.